Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from PersisGrowRoom.com. Before we move into this week's grow guides, there's some things you need to know about. Don't forget about these. Now, tomorrow, which will be Saturday, the 3rd of December, we have a live interview with the legendary Jorge Cervantes. He's going to come and talk about his new book, We Grow Cannabis, which is free for download online for everybody. So make sure you come and join us if you're free tomorrow. It's at 6 p.m. GMT. That's 1 p.m. Eastern and 11 a.m. Pacific time. And it's like five o'clock in the morning in Australia. But if you go over to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash high on homegrown, it's already scheduled and you'll be able to see how long it is until it starts for you. So get over there. And if you're free, come and join us for the live interview with Jorge Cervantes. Be there. Also for the episode on Sunday, we have a giveaway where we're giving away $50 voucher for Fino Seeds com and a 75 dollar voucher for phenoseeds.com as well there'll be two spins so make sure you get over for the live stream on sunday as well that starts at 9 p.m gmt that's 4 p.m eastern and 1 p.m pacific so make sure you head over to the youtube channel again youtube.com slash high on homegrown subscribe ring the bell for notifications join us on saturday for the live interview with jorge and join us on sunday for the live show where we're giving away two different prizes 50 dollars and 75 dollars awesome make sure you're there anyway let's get on with the episode and i'll speak to you at the end of this this episode is all about what strains we recommend you grow so try out some of these anyway enjoy the episode and speak to you at the end see you in a bit So yes, we're talking about strains this week. So far, we're on episode 44, this is, of Grow Guides. So we've covered 44 different things to do with growing cannabis, from start to finish, all the equipment you need, what mediums, what nutrients, just about everything. But I looked through the list of all the episodes we've done so far, and I noticed that we haven't told you what you should grow. I mean, obviously, cannabis is what you should be growing, but we we haven't really had an episode where we recommend strains that we think you should all go out and grow. And it's an important one because you don't want to spend months growing weed that turns out to be, I don't know, unfavorable. You know, you want the good shit. You know what I mean? You want stuff people have tried before and shit that's recommended by people who have grown it and smoked it before. So I thought that would be a good topic to discuss this week. So uh, uh, you all know what I'm going to say, really. <laughs> Let me guess. Yeah. I mean, so you want me to, I, I can give Mackie's top five pretty quickly. Go know? on, monkey. Tell me what my top five is, bro. <laughs> blue cheese is going to be your first. Oh, yeah. Got to go to blue cheese. Mm-hmm. CBD cream and cheese. Mm-hmm. It's a good choice again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let's now we all got to talk about lemon tree here, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, from here, it's going to get a little bit more touchy, you know. Um, <clears throat> let's see where we're going to go after that. Guys, you want to help me with this one? I, w- I was just going to guess lemon tree, so. <laughs> That's all he's ever smoked, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, while we had the show going, I know I remember he's had blue cheese, and he's also had, had uh, CBD cream and cheese going. Showing up, got also- one there. Yeah, Jack yeah, Hera, bro. Jack Hera, I forgot yeah, the Jack, Jack Hera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, I would have gone with Super Lemon Haze, but the Super Lemon Haze was, was replaced with lemon tree, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 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 Super Lemon used to be one of his favorites, though. Super Lemon's and a it, good one, but there's always new strains coming out all the time. That I just fucking pucker, you know. Mm-mm-mm. But that that Jack Hera, 
which uh, were grown from seedsmen, man. It just that was a delicious strain. It's been so fucking long since I smoked it. I can't remember how good it was, but I remember enjoying that thoroughly. That mm-hmm. was beautiful weed. What about you, monkey? What's your top? Say top five. Oh, geez, five. I can't do top five. You know, I'm I'm kind of like you. You can ask me what my top top will be this week, and it's going to be different than it's going to be next week. It all depends <laughs> what I'm in the mood for, kind of sort of like that. Um, I don't know. I always. No, no, no. I've always talked about my pineapple chunk because I don't know. That's just one that everybody's different, but that's one that hits all the buttons just right for me. So mm-hmm. I always talk about that one. Jack Herrera is an epic strain. So I could definitely add that one to it, though. I'm really digging the strawberry cough that I've been, been playing with lately, though. And it seems like the, the more I play with it, the better it seems to get. So I'm going to have to throw that one in there as well. Uh, what else would I have to say that I would like to just to always have on hand? I like I like so many different things. That's the problem. You know, say, saying something's my favorite is it, it's favorite because maybe it's new in the cabinet right now and I'm going to get mm-hmm. tired of it in six months. Mm-hmm. Um, but trying to find one that stands the test of time that I'm run, going back for in a strange sort of way, maybe this isn't so strange, but I'm finding myself going back for that crystalline entity these days. You know, I still mm-hmm. got a, a jar and a half of it left in the back. It's been aged a nice long time. And there's just something nice about that right now. Mm. It's aged into a really really heavy heavy stone and, and it's great for late night so i'm gonna throw that one in there as well but after that i'm gonna i'm gonna back off a bit but tgs is the crystalline entity right it is yeah is that and gonna be really... one of your favorites tg well you know you know i'm partial to uh my own children of course <laughs> uh, they are yeah like the, the parents, the Blueberry OG and the, the Romulan Kush are, for me, Blueberry is a really, really nice strain. It's not my favorite. It was really nice, but it did a lot of, of good things medicinally for me, uh, as well as the Romulan Kush. So the spontaneity of the event that provided me with crystalline and seeds must have uh, known that too, and uh, kind of combined those two medicinal qualities into one. and thus far you know i've grown a lot of them out um and people have sent me them over the time that i've uh, been sending the seeds around and uh, it's pretty consistently you know it is consistent and the main thing for me is is the medicinal thing which which it always you know Mm -hmm. makes me hungry and, and and helps me out there so but my list is you know like I don't know. Are you asking me now? Or... Yeah, yeah. Tell us what your top five are, bro. Oh. The top four, because well, we've got one of them now. Well, <laughs> you know, I have a big list here. I'll go quick. Okay. It's not going to be five because it's just me. But... These are all the strains I've tried. <laughs> well, I have, it's it's kind of like families, and then there's certain strains that, you know, I like. I like hazes. I like the cam and the sour diesel fam, that kind of really burnt rubbery, fuely bullshit, really nasty. Uh, I like piss. Um, as you guys know, my skunk one that I, I got from Sensi that I selected a, a super pissy one and then mm-hmm. I selfed it um, has turned out extremely pissy. Like I remember Cheryl was scrubbing the bathroom for like hours. Thinking, <laughs> really pissed my strain emanating from the basement. But strain wise specifically, uh, Burmese haze is, is a favorite of mine. I haven't found it in years. It's to smoke. Love potion number nine. I love uh, proper train wreck like right from Arcata, 
would be ideal, like a, a cut, but um, there's a few few good companies out there with a good train wreck seed. NL5 Hayes, of course, it's the fucking classic hybrid. Mm-hmm. Seedsman's Jack Hare specifically. I've never yeah. had the original Jack by Sensi that was released, um, you know, in 96 or whatever it was. And then the, the one they have now, I don't know where where they're at in terms of the genetics there, but Seedsman's Jack Hare specifically is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Romulan, you guys have heard me yell about Romulan lots. Grape God and Jaeger. Uh, those are kind of some Canadian ones. Jaeger is it smells like fucking Jaegermeister. It's no like way. Nice licorice, purple Kush. A really meat fucking like it smells like beef stew. Purple purple Kush. That takes me back <laughs> to when I first fucking started smoking, and so there's like a nostalgia aspect to that. So, but I haven't been able to find a, find a good purple Kush like that uh, since then. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. <laughs> nice man. What are you say, Marge? What's your favorite? I think I'm more like monkey in that I don't necessarily have favorites. It's sort of whatever I happen to have in stock at the time. And I feel like Mm. growing, Mm -hmm. but I mean, I have some seeds that are being sent to me right now. And uh, the strawberry cough was one that I picked. So I'm, I'm looking forward to trying that out and 11 skunk because I love anything lemon and a Buddha. And I don't know if anybody's tried like a laughing Buddha strain, but that may be, (laughs) It's sort of a long flowering time, so it'll be interesting to see how that one works out. Definitely not one that I'll be doing outdoors, but I'm Ooh. kind of looking forward to trying that. Um, the crystalline entity has been good. And back in the day when we were growing, when I was growing more, I did a lot of White Widow. I did. Oh, classic fucking hell, yes. That's nice. Yeah, sure. yeah. So that was one that we did repeatedly because it was just so good and really enjoyed it. But mm-hmm. I did a purple godbud recently. Actually, I think those are some of your seeds, TG. Yeah, TG again. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, I actually have uh, that one written down, but I forgot to say that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't actually tried it yet. I grew it. It's drying right now. So, verdict yeah. will be out next week. Stay tuned. Yeah. It's good. But I'm really happy the way it turned out. But I also find sometimes some of the purple strains, for me anyway, aren't like huge, don't provide huge yields, but they're really pretty. So, I kind of like it for the aesthetics as well, but that one was super frosty, but yeah, I get yeah, I seeds, guess. you know, sent to me or, or whatever. And it's just sort of like, what do I feel like growing right now? Mm. And it usually changes every single time <laughs> in the last, last couple of years. I haven't really grown too many things twice. Mm-hmm. There's just well, you, so much. There's yeah, so there, much. There is, there, there, we're spoiled for choice nowadays. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Before we, you know, back, back in the day, we we'd just have right. weed. Right. No. You're like, here's some seeds. Let's see what happens if I put them in dirt or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you saying, Bob? What's yours? Top five-ish. <clears throat> top five. Um, my absolute top, if I could get a really decent um, genetic set of it, would be White Rhino. Oh, fucking that's hell. One. Yeah, damn. Yeah. That's, that's one that's that, awesome, that I, as a kid... And loved it. I'm a purist. I love the I love the old school stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so White Widow's right up there. Uh, and then if I'm going to go more old school, maybe OG, OG Kush. This dab is hit just perfectly, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, so an OG Kush. Uh, then if I'm going to go something new school, it'd be something like the um, any of the Gorilla Glue crosses are really nice. I like the uh, Sunset Sherbet. That's a top top one at the moment for me. And, of course, Girl Scout Cookie. Can't oh, yeah. leave Girl Scout Cookie off that oh, list. Oh, God, yeah. Damn. 
Also, Colorado cookies. Forgot about that beast. Mm-mm. Oh, mm-hmm. forgot about that one. Mm. See, there's so many strains out there. We are definitely spoiled for choice, man. And it's hard for anybody to to pick. I'm terrible. I am. Say, if I'm, I'll go to the shop and it's I'm going to buy something, the more selection there is, the longer it's going to take me to choose what the fuck I want. And I can never really make my mind up. It's just like, I'm just going to have to grab something and go, you know, like say, for example, a bottle of beer. If I'm going out to try different beers. I'll be like, which one should I have? Hmm. And there's shit loads of different options. We don't have the options of buying cannabis here in the UK. You know, it's not really options. But it's always hard to choose, man. Which one am I going to have? Even when I go to a restaurant for food and there's like five items on the menu, I'm like, God, I don't know what I'm going to have. I'm real bad at it. I just have to have the missus choose for me. <laughs> Yeah. It can be difficult to make that final decision, especially when you're going to take months to grow the stuff. And when you, I mean, we've all mentioned here strains that we'd like to smoke or consume in different ways. But when it comes to growing, we might have a completely different experience. You know, there might be a strain which we really enjoy, but it might be a pain in the ass to grow. Like the, the hazes, for example, a haze generally goes 14 to 16 weeks, even longer, sometimes 20 weeks on the flowering period by itself. But if you go for a cheese, the cheese is usually eight to 10 weeks flowering. So the flowering period is completely different. So some are much easier to grow than others. Now, my, one of my personal favorites uh, to grow is the Jack Hera again. You know, it's just it's such an easy plant to grow. And I did that real nice scrub grow one time, which I like to look back on and reminisce sometimes because that was a fucking awesome grow. Man. It went very well. Uh, so Jack Hera is definitely... One I would recommend for a, a newbie, if a newbie's getting into this shit, hasn't done it before, and trying to think of a good strain to grow, I'd say White Jack Hera is definitely an option. go to White Widow mm-hmm. then, uh, for yeah. new growers, because mm-hmm. it's just such a stable, you know, well-maintained line, mm-hmm. good potency, good yields, very forgiving. Yeah, can handle stress well. Without it lightly, and she just mm-hmm. goes. Mm-hmm. So is that what you'd recommend then, Monkey, for a new grower that going to... I've recommended a ton of times already. I've recommended mm-hmm. the white wood to new growers and I'll continue to do it. It's a good way to get started. And from there, I mean, it gives you a good, uh, a really good amount of medicine for your effort. And it it's rewarding without too much work. Mm-hmm. And from there, you can decide if you want to go a little bit, you know, one way or the other with different flavors and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it's always a good one to start Definitely with. There are option. others too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking for a little bit more into the sativa line, uh, something more uplifting off of off the widow may be a blue dream as a first grow because that's a pretty easy mm. one to grow. Blue but dream. if we yeah. just keep it to one to recommend for each panel member right now, and then it stops oh, everybody okay. having a list of twenty because that's what we're going to do. Because <laughs> we can't forever yeah. about strains, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, for a new grower, yeah, I would say uh, I would go with white widow, and I would go with feminized, not auto. Because oh yeah, mm-hmm. the more and more I'm watching new growers try to grow auto flowers, the problem with an auto flower is if, if you don't have that. Seed cranking from the get-go that you're going to end up giving mm. a plant that can be stunted and it can be disappointing so for that reason i'd say go with a feminized seed because if you make mistakes you can take your time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so white widow fend yes man and jack hero for me what would you think Mar? What, what, what would you recommend a new grower picks for their first strain to grow who would you say marge me I don't know how I missed that well I mean based on my experience because I grew it so often the white widow seemed pretty seemed good mm-hmm. I'd say it had a you know it's an at the indica it's a pretty pretty um 
fuck, I smoke too much weed. (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? It's pretty friendly to a beginner girl. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have a forgiving as far as what it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. forgiving. That's what that's the word I was looking for. So it's forgiving. It doesn't have a long flowering time or anything like that. It's uh, yeah, and it doesn't get huge. So if you're growing it in a tent, then it's it's manageable. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Were you saying, but what would you recommend? Let's see. I'm I'm always always about the widow for a first timer, and again, same thing. Photo autos they can just yeah. <laughs> if it's your first time, stick with a with a photo period. Learn the plant, learn how it goes through its stages, and if anything does go wrong, you you can just leave it to veg out a little bit and recover. So, mm-hmm. but widow being right smack bang in the middle, it's not it's not eight weeks, it's not fifteen weeks. You know, you you're gonna be in the middle there gives you a good idea of how long a run goes as well nice. um, for your first time. And then you're going to have some nice, nice dank to smoke while you contemplate what you do next. Nice. Well, you say TG, what do you think? Uh, yeah, that's a super hard question. You know, um, I do do a little bit of like consulting and shit, like helping people learn how to grow, mm-hmm. you know, and one of the things that we always comes up obviously is like, what do you want to grow? And like, obviously my recommendation is like the one that they take. I end up always giving them my seeds, to be honest, Um, just because it's, I don't know, it's hard to say like, because I I mostly grow a lot of my own shit. I don't, I haven't grown a lot of like, I don't have a ton of experience besides basically seeds and some other stuff. Um, uh, Yeah, I give them my my shit, my crystalline entity. but if if you can't get that, which you, you can't, because it's you know mine, <laughs> and, and I don't really. Send it's it all mine. Well, I just don't send it out super often. Maybe there might be something in the future with with regard to that. So stay tuned. But for now, yeah, you can't get those unless you know me. But I would say a skunk one. Um, mm. Just find a, a good skunk. It's really hard to say like whose skunk is the best because skunk has such a convoluted and like there's a million different kinds of skunks these days but by and large you know uh the genetics in skunk are very stable it produces a good large easy cola um it's it's really good potency wise and it's just it's a really nice all-around plant it's easy to grow i find and it's done in like seven to eight weeks so it kind of gives you a nice entry to the to growing you know Mm -hmm. it takes a lot of shit um so but again it's hard to say most breeders have you know or most banks i would say not breeders but uh have a version of skunk one or skunk of some sort could be like sensi does shiva skunk or there's super skunk if you can get that that'd be cool mm-hmm. but um yeah my i would say some skunk which cheese is a derivative you know you could do that or yeah i don't know i'm just i'm shit at fucking picking shit like this you know because ultimately it's what do you like and mm-hmm. i don't want to give you like some piss if you don't like piss or whatever right I think White Widow is definitely a good option. It's been recommended by three of us here. So I would say yeah. for anybody who's just getting started with growing and they're looking for a strain to grow for their first grow, if you go for White Widow, you can't go yeah. wrong. Can't go wrong. Don't you can swing me, that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, TG's just going to give you a long list. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would just try and get something that isn't too sativa dominant because sativa dominant will grow. For, yeah, the yeah. flowering period of that is it can be long. And you want to get something done for your first grow. Then once you've got a few jars full, <clears throat> excuse me, and you don't have to worry so much about you know where the just, weed's coming from, then you can grow a sativa after that. 
focus on the growing yeah don't like try not to get something you're gonna have to worry about staking and fucking hanging yo-yos from the roof and mm-hmm. fucking mm-hmm. yeah all that that's shit i was looking great. forward to yeah but yeah plant that's I mean, small and manageable that's not gonna not gonna take over your tent yeah. the first time you try and grow it you know you want something that's gonna be easy and yeah. white widow does kind of fit that bill because it, it's trainable maybe an afghani you know something afghani yeah, yeah. i don't know yeah don't ask me again and something cheesy is always good as well but of course that's just uh gotta be stinky and if the buds yeah. grow big yeah. you're gonna then you're gonna be hanging <laughs> shit up and it, it can be different yeah, man. white maybe widow is a good option too. It's like if you've never had cheese and you're like first time ever growing, it's like cheese and you're like, what the fuck? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The smell. It can reek. <laughs> is the dog shit? <laughs> really? Like, is this supposed to smell like this? Yeah. Yeah. Man, got some cheese. cheese random Buddha. Random quick tension. I got some cheese, not like weed cheese, but actual cheese the other day that has been curing, or they had a specific word for it, but for four years aging he's been sitting there for four years four year year old cheese man it's like damn i was like i'm gonna have to try this shit it's gonna be disgusting god damn that shit is like potent bro potent good good shit i like it though but you know it's probably very bad for you (laughs) but yeah random tangent there sorry just reminded me (laughs) speaking about cheese and how stinky this stuff was so there's some strains everybody can go for, you know, Jack Herra, Skunk Number One, or White Widow. They will be good options to go for on your first grow, or any grow, you know, even if you if you're twentieth grow, man. If you haven't grown them strains yet, then it's time to do it and go and grow them strains. But where do you get these things from? Because this is another problem: is some seed banks and breeders have a better reputation than others. So you want to make sure that you get the best genetics. And I personally. I've always had good results using the Dutch breeders, man, the Barney's farm and the Dutch passion that those guys just smash it. And they're old school as fuck. You know, they've been around for so long and they've got a good reputation, been around for at least 20 years. Can't even remember Dutch passion been going for a long time, man. They've always got good, good shit. Never grown a bad seed from Dutch passion. So that's who I would recommend. What do you think there, TG? What, what, what uh, breeder slash seed bank would you recommend? Oh man, I don't really. I don't know. I mean, I would say, like, I like shopping local. I don't like importing shit if I don't have to. Um, mm-hmm. I prefer to trade cuts if I can do that with you know people that I know and like, and I can smoke the weed before I actually buy it mm-hmm. uh, or grow it. You know, but um, I don't know. I mean. If I have to throw like a big seed bank name out there, I like Seedsman. They've always been. Yeah, yeah. They're fucking. They're, I've never had a bad seed from Seedsman either, man. Some of my favorite strains from there, like the Jack Herra, the yeah. CBD cream and cheese. Yeah. Both I mean, from Seedsman. And they're the cheap dog, as fuck, right? They have really good prices. They've sl- like recently, not super recently, but like, you know, in the, but maybe two years ago, they had a way more selection, which to me, if, if a bank has like fucking every strain, you know, like, uh, there's a few here in Canada, like, I don't know if I'll throw one out there, just fucking crop king. They have like fucking 300 strains. I find it very difficult to believe that you're constantly curating, you know, these strains to be, have them fresh and proper and blah, blah, blah. So like, there's some fuckery there. Seedsman has cut that down quite a bit and they they have their core strains now that they, they use. I mm-hmm. like them. 
plus they also have a lot of other you know their seat bank so they carry other other breeders and shit too mm -hmm. so and then they're cheap yeah so what about you Marge? where did you get your seats from other than tg <laughs> yeah. yeah me too i've got a bunch of seats from tg and those ones always perform perfectly so mm -hmm. A uh, friend with weed, with weed is a friend indeed. And that indeed. applies to seeds as well. I haven't really ordered a lot from any of those seed banks. I ordered from one in Canada a while back. TG, maybe you can help me jog my memory. True, True North Seed Bank or something. Yeah. It was okay. I can't even remember what I ordered at the time. It was a while ago. Um, I've yeah. gotten some from fellow Gangiers because there's quite a few breeders that have gone through the program. So I think there was like 555 Genetics and uh, his stuff was pretty good based on my own personal experience experiment of n equals one uh you can find him on instagram i think it's 555 underscore genetics and there's a couple other gonjays i got seeds from and i'm trying out another seed bank called msnl if anyone's familiar familiar with that they're sending me some seeds too so but i haven't had any experience with them yet i'm just trying them out i've mm -hmm. been very fortunate where i seem to have like a collection of seeds from a lot of places and i haven't had to buy them <laughs> so good problems to have i guess yeah man woody just said in the chat there two weeks for some random reason and it just reminds me two weeks, two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh you know what uh temple said in the chat to humboldt seeds i've ordered i've gotten seeds from them too and they were good oh yeah humboldt good fucking hell yeah. it's, it's, it's too, like strange there's so many humboldt. good choices out there yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Humboldt's good. I grew. I have a forbidden dream of theirs. Actually, that's uh, I'm still running the third third go. It's like fucking tangy, basically, and tangy's a very like mm -mm -mm. you know fucking either like a sour either. diesel tangy. Oh my god, sour tangerine dream, California orange. Oh my goodness, so many orange good strains. Bud, out my there. Orange oh. bud, fuck from Dutch Passion, damn bro. Uh, critical orange punch. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what you say, but what's your favorite breeder who do you rely on uh usually i've i have pretty good um you know as far as ordering them it's hard to get them in to the country or was for a long time finding someone mm -hmm. that's got that, that actually takes most of them but um for me anything barney's or dutch passion serves me well i usually don't have too much issues with that and you get them um, from uh adibongo as well don't you because they do. ship they to the ship australia yeah mm -hmm. They do. Just make sure you go with um, with stealth shipping with anything you're bringing in. It just makes it a lot easier, and they tend to get through one quicker, but two safely. Mm -hmm. um, so everything I've everything I've ordered from uh, Ali Bongos has come through, um, and well, Weed Seed Express as well. Yeah, they get them mm -hmm. through every now and then. So they have got. So if you're looking for discreet packaging, everybody, then Weed Seed Express are the guys you want to go for. I've had packages come in from Weed Seed Express that I was gonna throw away because I had no fucking yeah. idea what it was. So what's <laughs> this? Who's spamming me with this shit? And it got thrown right. in the bin. And it, you know, and then my mother ripped it open. And was like, "Are you sure you don't want this?" She ripped this thing. It's like there's seeds in there. I was like, "Oh fuck." Yeah, I want those. Sorry. And it was like quite a few packs. It was like 10 packs of, of five, six seeds. Like, yeah. A lot of seeds, man. It was going to get thrown in the bin. So if you want discretion, if that's important to you, then Weed Seed Express is definitely an option. But Last if you want, you want to guarantee that it gets to you as well, Ali Bongos are fucking good at that. They get everything into everywhere, man. So that if you have problem problems usually getting the seeds to actually get to you because of customs and shit, Ali Bongos is a good option for that. Sorry, Bubba. 
No, I was just going to say I was pretty much the same with WSE last time they sent it through to us. Um, it was a postcard. It was just a postcard in a, in a letter thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. I open it up and you have to tear it apart to get to the stuff mm-hmm. on the inside. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know they're in there if you're just looking at it through a, through a screen, you know? Yeah. Because they're, they're lined too. I think they've got them lead lined or whatever. It's crazy, man. They put the effort in to make sure when it comes in discreet. You know, yeah. if, if it arrives for me, I'm expecting them and it arrives and I still don't know about the seeds in it then. The fucking hell. It's going to get past most people. What about you, Monkey, over there in the USA? What do you use? Oh, I mean, I started using Barney's Farm as my first, my first growth stuff. Right. I have to say everything I've grown from Barney's has been good. I haven't had any problems, germination or, or uh, phenos or anything like that with Barney. So I definitely would recommend Barney's. Uh, Dutch Passion, yeah, of course. Why not? I mean, they're, they're good. Uh, as long as you check your genetics and you like what they're offering, but everybody's different. One of those things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also grown some really nice stuff from sweet seeds. Um, oh yeah. That's another good, good yeah, pretty good are. stuff. I mean, uh, very frosty, very flavorful stuff. Um, Nirvana's served me well. A uh, few things I've done from them, really tasty, good, good size. I mean, come on, seed stalkers and seedsmen both. I mean, those are both bulk type seeds places. But both of those I've done really well with. Mm-hmm. But a lot like Marge lately, I've been getting my hands on more and more of, you know, other other stuff coming from different sources now. So I'm starting to move in those directions now into things that other people are starting to, to send in breeding and things like that. So, yeah. but all of those things that I mentioned would be, I like the, all of those seed brands and all those breeders have worked really well for me. Mm-hmm. There's just so many options, and most of the time it's good shit. You know, it's, it's very rare to come across seeds that don't work the way they should, and that will only happen if you buy from, even from a bad breeder. There's not many of those. You know, it's like capitalism and the cannabis community. They speak, man. We communicate with each other, and if there's a particular breeder that is consistently letting out shit seeds, they don't stay around for very long. You know, mm. it's, it's the good guys who, at the top that stay around for a long time because they produce good shit. So them old school ones are always good to go with. But look at TG, man. He's pretty much a pollen chuck using my fingers, you know, because, you know, he does put work into breeding the right strains with the right strains. But his strains are always coming off quality and he's just the own personal breeder. And there's plenty of guys out there doing the same thing that can produce consistently good seeds as well. I'm no so, breeder. I'm a hobbyist. Yeah, yeah. Maker. Mm-hmm. I think I was the best. I'm a bit more than a pollen chucker, I would say, but much less than a breeder. Mm-hmm. But... But yeah, it's like know. there's many people like are not professional serious breeders, but can still produce good seeds and good genetics. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you just it takes a lot of work, and um, I do test my seeds. I, I, that is one thing I can say about my shit um, mm-hmm. compared to maybe a lot of people out there who just buy two hype strains, cross them together, and then fucking sell them for 200 bucks a seed or whatever the fuck it is, because that's mm-hmm. what everyone wants. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's easy to do, but uh, you should, you know, know that testing seeds takes a fuck of a lot of time. So mm-hmm. you got breeders releasing shit, you know, on and on and on. This and is one of those things that used to get done a lot more back in the day. It doesn't seem to be done as often nowadays. The well, because you don't have so to. Much. Mm-hmm. Exactly like you guys said earlier, you said there's so much choice out there now there's an instagram has kind of like you know you post a really good picture and everybody wants it even though pictures obviously don't equate to quality you know so Mm -hmm. um it's it's a different game in terms of uh what people want 
um, and when they want it, I think, and and just the speed at how it how it changes mm -hmm. too, um, the cycles of, of fads and stuff. So yeah, it's it's tough to be a, a breeder yeah. and stay on top of that, you know, because you got to be constantly offering new shit. Yeah, but you can't because in order to properly do that, you should test it and stuff. And but you can't because you need to offer new shit. So mm -hmm. it's like, what do you do? <laughs> and we do have an episode as well about making seeds. So if anybody is interested in making their own, then go and check out that episode of Grow Guides. Yeah, I'm actually picking through some F2s right now with my crystalline entity, uh, bunch of crosses I made. Ironically, so, it's funny I just thought of that. So, so far, I mean, if you're looking at cheap seeds, cheap, reliable, good seeds, seedsmen are quality. Uh, you can it's get seeds well. there for just a few pounds, man, like three to mm -hmm. five pounds for a decent seed. For the Jack Herrera, it's just a few quid. You don't need yeah. to be spending 50 pounds on three seeds and, you know, don't know if they're going to be good or not. You can get five seeds for about 20 pounds from seedsmen. So if you're, a, yeah. if you're on a budget and you're just looking for some good genetics, seedsmen is the place to go. As you said, Ali Bongo, they also have their own um, own range of seeds as well called Bongo Bulk. And any, I mean, I haven't grown any of those out myself personally, but we've seen plenty of them be grown over on Percy'sGroom.com in Grow Diaries. And they always seem to do pretty well as well. And they're good, cheap seeds. And Ali Bongo, as we said, will be able to get the seeds to you. A lot of people like in Australia, for example, they have difficulty to getting seeds actually to get to them because when it goes through customs it gets found out but alibongo are very good at getting shit to you so try them if that's an issue yeah alibongo yes. had a big selection i went through their shit and they had some stuff mm -hmm. i didn't expect a uk bank to have and you've got a discount code there as well you can get 15 percent off using discount code percy's percy's all capital letters percy's 15 the p-e-r-c-y-s 15 and you'll be able to get 15 percent off any purchase over there to do that and then uh weed seed express great for discretion you know what i'm saying so if you want to make sure that it comes in discreet and even if it went to your neighbors they wouldn't know what the fuck it was then the weed seed express are good to go go for go for them the only the only way your neighbor's going to know what it is is if they've ordered it themselves and in that case you're sweet anyway so <laughs> yeah man so, and there's a lot of different options out there. These are not, you know, the list is not exhaustive. There is a shitload of options out there for you. So if you, if you have any doubts, come and ask over on PersusGrowroom.com. You know, you should all be a member of there already. So if you are going to a particular seed bank and you're like, I've never heard of these guys before. Uh, I wonder if they're any good. Then come and fucking put a post up on Percy's and be like, yo, I've heard of this, these guys thinking about buying some seeds. Anybody worked with them before? And people will be able to tell you, you know, but yeah, I've done that. I can't good. afford to join Percy's. Uh, what i can't afford that's right Percy's. there is a fee for joining Percy's now everybody <laughs> <laughs> maybe that will work right yeah it's 20 dollars a year to join Percy's grow oh, room man, but, but the next door down. but until january it's going to be absolutely right. free all right so if you <laughs> sign up now then you won't have to pay that 20 dollars. Yeah. how's if that you get it before the first of the year yeah mm -hmm. absolutely free Absolutely, one hundred percent free. It's like one of those never-ending closing down sales. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think there's a lot of people who think it's too good to be true, but we actually just we don't charge anything. We're a community that help one another. Mm -hmm. So come on by. Yeah. So any recommendations here with the seed bank? Any ideas, seed bank breeders? Anything to add there? 
you know, I've dealt with, I've dealt directly with seeds, man. I've, I've, uh, I've got their stuff through other, other uh, seed banks. They're, they're fine too, as well as if you're ordering seeds that they do well by themselves. Um, they ship worldwide and all that stuff too. So. Yes. Seeds are a funny game, you know, I would mm -hmm. say you're probably going to have pretty good luck with most stuff, but whether or not it's like, you know as advertised in terms of the lineage and stuff and all of that is just you know good weeds good weed regardless of what it's called mm -hmm, but if you're mm -hmm. into providence and lineage and stuff then it's important to source your seeds properly um, and then do oh. your research and there's ways to do that you know there's there's a lot of people telling a lot of history and, and shit like that you know i can recommend you know, breeder syndicate i've been listening a lot of them uh, the podcast and they're doing like the history of weed um and it's it's guys that were around during the actual days of what happened so it's yeah. it's really interesting there to see a lot of the stuff that's been sold as such and blah 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 that isn't what it seems and people have made a lot of money off certain things and whatnot so yeah you know just uh do your due diligence would be my Right. Advice. I'd be hesitant on spending big money on seeds without any kind of proof of, of mm -hmm. what you got yeah, here, mm -hmm. you know like I mean, yeah, exactly. Anyway, so lots of good choices there. And then we just got this last bit here to discuss it, like old school strains versus new strains. What we were saying, I mean, I'm an old school kind of guy. But then there's the lemon tree, which is reasonably new in the world of seeds, really. But I prefer my old school shit, you know, my Jack Herrera, my cheeses, my, my hazes. Old school is the way I like to go. It's just, you can rely on genetics that have been around for a long time, you know? Well, I would argue that the new school is the old school. It's almost just a bottleneck, you know, version of it. Because, like, there's not been a lot of introduction of new genetics into breeding since, you know, like back in the 80s when the Afghani came in um, to the States. They'd never seen that, so that changed everything. Mm -hmm. And then there's been a couple other instances, but, like, nobody's on the hippie trail anymore bringing in new shit and mixing it in. And so, like, everything is, like, pretty watered down, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, in terms of the new shit it's it's very it's like some of it's very good don't get me wrong but it's just like i don't know it's diff it's it's just it's yeah versions of the old i prefer the the old because you have that much more diversity in in what you might get out of the the seeds you plant so mm -hmm. but you much what do you think old school new school cynical. what's your favorite shit <laughs> <laughs> So that's a tough one to answer because again i tend to grow a bunch of stuff i mean mm. sometimes the old school stuff is kind of again it's consistent it can be depending on what it is it can be forgiving but it's usually consistent you can kind of know what to expect but it's fun to experiment and try some new shit mm -hmm. so i'm on the fence on that one i'm not really going either way so that's you say bubble? Oh, it's, it's, an, it's understandable isn't it there's yeah. so much choice out there again it's difficult yeah. to really make a when it comes to a direct answer on any of this it's difficult to do what are you saying bubble no, old school old for school. me it's always old school and nothing like the old school no nah, love that nostalgia man what more can i say i wouldn't be here today if the old school <laughs> didn't pave the way don't get me Mr. wrong magic I, flash I, I, I do like some of the new ones like I do like some of the new stuff coming out and I will give it a go here and there. I'll try something different, but I just, I find myself always going back to the ones I like and the ones I like are all old school. So mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, man. what about you monkey? What do you think? 
mixture of both. I can't say one or the other. Well, I mean, TG is the same way too. You know, the new school is the old school. I'm the same way with him. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there's some some new some of the new stuff that's made from old genetics is great. And I yeah. still appreciate some of the old school stuff as it is. So I say find what you like and don't worry, new school, old school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. As long as you yourself. get something you like, you, you'll be okay. And and that even even if it does take 16 weeks to flower and shit, if that's what you really want, then that's what you grow. You know, and there's always help over at PersusGrowing.com. Even if it's your first grow, you can still get all the advice and we can take you step by step for the whole grow over on PersusGrowing.com. So don't fret about things like that. It's just preferably get something easy if it's your first grow. But if you want to grow super silver haze because that's your shit, then grow super silver haze, man. It's your grow. Do what you like, you know. The help is there for you. So don't be intimidated by any of that shit. But uh, if you're a new grower and you're looking for recommendations on what you should be getting or, you, you know, or if you just want to look for recommendations altogether, then we would say Jack Herra Seedsman, uh, White Widow from Jack Herra, Auto Colorado Cookies from Dutch Passion is a fucking nice one. Big Butters Blue Cheese. That's a good one. Um, and Lemon Tree from Barney's Farm is what I'd say. <laughs> I knew you had to throw that lemon tree up in here. Uh, it was coming. It was Last, but definitely not least. You know? <laughs> and if you don't mind a little bit of challenge with the odors, I think TG had, had a good one there. Skunk number one. It's just reliable mm-hmm. and a pretty easy, mm-hmm. easy plant to grow as long as you don't mind skunk. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, it'll probably be even more sweet. You know, there's not a lot of it, it has sweet skunk too. It's out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really yeah, smells like flowers. Great. And this might be uh I'm just gonna mention too. I haven't grown this one, but I got it from TG, which is his uh Charlotte's Web C B D. Right, Angel or Charlotte's Angel, sorry. But it was yes. like the best C B D weed I've ever consumed. It was so yes. fucking good. so whatever genetics used for that, TG, my hat's <laughs> off to you, sir. Fantastic. <laughs> I duff my hat to you, sir. That's the I fucking self Dutch passion Charlotte's Angel. Uh, it it's just an S1, or I don't even know what S it is because I don't know where they were at in their you know, it's, it's red, red angel crossed with Dutch Charlotte, whatever the fuck those are. I've never heard of either <laughs> of them, but I have no, I, I've looked and there's no information on anything. Dutch passion's very closed lipped about their shit, so who knows. But I selfed it, and that's what that is. And uh, yeah, but that would be a great recommendation for somebody looking for CBD weed and yeah. something to grow. Fantastic. I had it lab tested, and it actually fell right in. Like Dutch Passion said, it's going to be between ten and fifteen percent CBD with under 08 percent THC, and it was thirteen and a half to fourteen. No way. I got a test. It was just like sticky and dank and just yeah, so good. It's nice. The smell it was just like holy because I've I you know used to pick up some cbd weed from the dispensary yeah and that stuff in comparison the dispensary weed in comparison was shit <laughs> i don't know what people think cbd weed's supposed to be but if you get if you grow it properly like and you don't tell someone it's cbd you right. probably think it's regular weed until right, smoke it yeah. high. i find it to be more oily do you find that do you get that because Actually, any time i've grown cbd cream and cheese right. it, it seems like it's more oily you know and um I can actually speak to that as an extraction. I work in extraction and we make CBD and THC oil. And the CBD oil is actually more, it stays like, it's not as uh, sticky as the mm-hmm, THC. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. fucking like, yeah. And it's, it, and I also agree with you that it is a bit more like greasy. Mm-hmm. Feel, it's, right? it's a different feel to it. Yeah. 
it's a different molecule so it makes sense but it's interesting that you point that out and actually recognize that because i never heard anybody else say that i just smoked a lot of cbd weed because it just tastes yeah. so good it tastes so good yeah. you know oh, <laughs> yeah it is tasty i do like that one mm-hmm. that's one of my favorites as well so anyway we do have a I was just saying it's a staple. It's one of those ones that, you know, it fits where it should. It does what it what it's advertised and it tastes nice as well. So mm-hmm. I was surprised, man. Like <laughs> to be honest. But delicious yeah. weed. Delicious. Do we have some listener mail questions that we'll quickly get to before we hit this 420 in 11 minutes ish? So uh from Top Loader, my next planned TG Super Soil Grow is Cinderella Jack. What can the panel tell me about it and what should I look out for? So look out for I spider mites. Look out for uh... me because uh, you know I'll be there at harvest time. <laughs> Cinderella, look out for rats. No, yes, <laughs> really. Rats are always after they it. apparently love that shit. Yeah, but it just it, it's a standard grow, man. Just treat it like anything else. Cinderella Jack is just a, a normal strain. It's from a Cinderella ninety nine and Jack Hera, I think, is the cross between those two. Yeah. It's from a Dutch Passion, I think. The Cinderella Jack. Which would make that a sativa, so maybe a longer flowering time, which would be something you need to consider. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I haven't. I mean, I've grown Cinderella Jack a long time ago. I can't remember the specifics. I think it was an auto when I grew it. It's one of them. I've grown the photo period. But In my memory, Jack. it was a pretty standard grow, pretty much like a Jack Herrera. It, mm-hmm. it didn't didn't beat any heavier. Didn't need any extra anything really. It just was a pretty standard cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great strain though, man. Good choice, top loader. Is there anything anybody would recommend here specifically? I mean, it's in your super soil as well, TG. Anything to recommend? You seen the Jack? Like tips for the super soil grow? Oh, well, just in general for I mean, we've seen the Jack specifically, really. Have you grown that oh, before? Cinderella. I've never grown Cinderella Jack. I've right. I've heard people. I, uh, we there's a bunch of people that grew it a while back on our site. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think twisted maybe is. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, I don't know. Just to, you know, keep it happy, keep your soil water, don't let it dry out. Probably have some good wheat. Yes, yeah. okay. It's a classic strain and it's classic for a reason. You know, these good ones. Cinderella they... Jack? Is yeah. Cinderella 99 cross Jack hair? Yeah, yeah. It's been out fucking okay. ages, man. Well, C99 is, is derived from Jack hair, allegedly. So All that's right, kind so of, it's just gone uh, round and round back cross in a, in a way depending mm. on where the genetics come from but that's cool but yeah good luck with the grow there top loader man i'm sure it'll go lovely i'm sure you you've grown many you're, you're used to this shit by now i'm sure we should be asking you for advice on what to do with this girl <laughs> but get your diary up and run on purses if you haven't already so we can keep an eye on it as well that'd be cool we have a couple of questions from film me bowls uh, what strains would you say produce the most unique or beautiful flavor Hmm. Flavor or flower? Actually, I think. Oh, it's flower. Just... Sorry, my bad. Yes. I, re- I read it a little wrong. Flower. It's all that well, CBD it... weed <laughs> making me. But what was the word again? Fucking out. I can't remember what. Sloth. Sloth. Pathological sloth. There we go. Pathological. Pathological sloughing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, flower. I feel like I saw a picture of, and I don't know who sent it to me. Maybe it was UTG. I don't know. But some like really cool there are some pretty unique looking flower out there mm-hmm. that's probably me 
Yeah, but I can't remember. <laughs> I mean, the biggest flowers I've seen on any plant is from White Widow. They've been uh, like two liter cola bottles of fucking what? Of, of right. just huge colas, man, beasts. But the problem is with those is the more susceptible to rot. And right. yeah, it did we catch some rot happen. as well. Mm-hmm. When I was That's one thing about the sativas, you know, like if you grow something like a Neville's Haze or, or Super Silver Haze, you can get like actual baseball bat like mm-hmm. colas. Um, it's fucking impressive. It takes a little longer, but yeah, uh, those will produce some fucking chonkers. Yeah, you. I mean, you must have got some huge colors back in your day with White Widow in DWC March. Oh yeah, yeah, we did. But again, sometimes you really had to watch for the the bud rot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes those yeah. giant colas are just prone to. They look beautiful. It's great for the weed porn, but not always great for that other thing. No, every time it's you open up the room, attention. it's like, is it rot? Is it rot? Mm-hmm. I hate yeah. those days. Yeah. That smell. When you walk in, you're like, oh, son of a bitch. You just know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You start moving buds around, looking, where's the fuzz? Yeah. I know it's here somewhere. Did I leave my Wellington boots in the grow tent? No. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't know. They all produce beautiful flowers as far as I'm concerned. They're filmy balls. But anything yeah. unique, I grew this one auto and it grew like like a bunch of grapes, man. It wasn't anything like a standard bud, but I think that was just because I did something wrong. I don't know. I mean, the other plants that, in the tent were fine, but these are real strange ones. That Dr. Green spoon, I've never run it. That's, but yeah, that's right. Yeah. It has that, like, they're almost like calyx pearls all along, mm. like a vine kind of shit, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. It almost looks like um, foxtails all along it. It's like, yeah. That seems like a commitment, but yeah, yeah. and it, it's good for growing that type. Where if you're making hash or something, then you know you got more surface area for the THC to grow on. So that's a those type of flowers like the Doctor Grinspoon you know, are good for when you're making hash. Right? You, you can get to the inside of the buds easier. Hash, yeah. Mm-mm. What do we say? Frenchie says our diesel best for hash. No, that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, and we got one more from Phil here. It's a difficult one. What would be the oldest known existing and non-existent strain of cannabis? What? I mean, maybe that's non-extinct. I don't know. Uh, but what would be the oldest known existing and non-existing strain of cannabis is what it's got written down here. But I think by non-existing, you mean non-extinct, possibly. I don't know. Extinct. But, uh, an old school strain, like Hindu Kush, right? Hindu Kush is yeah, old school yeah. shit from the Himalaya, man. Yeah. Some old yeah, that, school shit. Like be. Afghan, you can get some pretty yeah. old school, like mm-hmm. like Landry's Afghani from the. I can't. I don't want to say them wrong, but there's, yeah, there's a couple regions that are known for it, and yeah, Hindu Kush. You know, there's the Mazar stuff. There's the Parvati Valley that's famous for a lot of uh, Landry shit in India. Um, Thailand. Yeah, Zestier said whatever was in the pyramids. You know, and the, the oldest weed they found was some shit in China, like 3,500 years old or some shit like that. No, because the pyramids are yeah. old, I think. Yeah. But yeah, from re- imagine if you could get some of those sows and revamp them and regrow that weed. That'd be fucking crazy, man. <laughs> it'd probably be kind of shitty. <laughs> yeah, so it'd be, be shit weed, yeah. I mean, it'll, maybe not. I mean, like look, it'll, look at how weed was just 70 years ago in the High Times magazines, which was winning all the cups and shit <laughs> compared to what it is now. Over the last 30 years, cannabis has changed a lot. You know, we're very lucky to have this mind-altering super skunk now. You know, the pathological yeah. sloth skunk. <laughs> Still hunting that bloody bat weed. You know what I'm saying? 
The batweed. Found that, yeah. Remember the classic, the batweed. So who's gonna gonna grow that strain out? You know, have the new name, pathologic pathological sloth. It's gonna yeah, have to be a new strain, name, man. man. Mm-hmm. It's got to come if out. If I had any new shit, I'd like be like, yeah, they got some pathological sloth for a fucking three hundred a seed. You want it? <laughs> <laughs> Good shit. Yeah, man. You know. So uh, the oldest strain, yeah, probably got for Hindu Kush, man. It's hard to tell, really. What was the question? Uh, what would be the oldest known existing and non-extinct strain of cannabis? Oh, yeah, that's fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, it's got to be one of, one of the big five, really. There's probably wild shit growing out there that nobody's seen that's mm-hmm. been just there for since it's been there, too. Yeah. Some places. So, Some yeah. place in the middle of the one of the mountains on the Himalaya. Just never been mm-hmm. seen, never been touched. Nepalese ones. Yeah. There's got to be yeah. something out there, surely. Even if it's in the middle of the Amazon somewhere. There's yeah, got to be something. Yeah, I would think so. Mm. Well, on Easter Island, but not it's Easter Island because they chopped all their trees down and shit. They would definitely chop down all the weed. Now, <laughs> the oldest non-existent strain would be the batweed. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. People from running around and throwing fucking gorilla glue everywhere too, and contaminating the fucking gene pool in these places. You know what I'm saying? You know, but again, I, I shouldn't say that too harshly because local economies, you know, they farmers going to grow what people want. So mm-hmm. What do they want? Fucking gorilla glue. So there no. we go, everybody. I think that's all the question. That's all the questions that we have, and I think we've answered. Any questions which we could regarding to the best strains, you know, what we would recommend for new growers, what we would recommend in general, where to get them from, you know, the different places which we would recommend you go get your seeds from and shit. I think everything is sort of covered now. So if if you are out there in the market looking for some new seeds, you know where to get them and you know which ones to get. But if you have any more questions or, you know, you want to recommend some strains that you think you would like to tell everybody else to grow, you know, head over to Percy's Grow Room, start a thread, let us know what you think. Or put it in the comments. You know, what's, what's your favorite strain and why? Drop it in the comments. Your favorite strain to smoke and your favorite strain to grow because they might not be the same. So get on it. See that one. See that one from Chile about the oldest strain name is do you want it or not? <laughs> yeah, like... you know what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Who, who um, is it Tommy Chong? Like, what's your favorite weed? And he's like, it's just weed, man. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't really matter what it's called a rose by any other name would still smell as sweet and all that shit so there we go everybody i hope there was some strains that you've already grown in this episode but if not you should really try out every single one of these that we mentioned the white widow the jack hera the cheeses the skunk there's so many good strains out there but the ones mentioned in this episode we highly recommend because they've been around for a while and we know they're to be trusted so check out them strains especially the jack Herriman. it's so good anyway thanks as always for downloading and listening to the show we would massively appreciate if you could leave a review of the show christmas is coming do us a favor give us a christmas present by leaving a review of the podcast on any of the networks which you download the show from that would be fucking awesome But as usual, thank you very much for downloading and listening to the show. I hope we can catch you on Saturday for the live stream with Jorge Cervantes. But if not, we also have Sunday, the main show at 9pm GMT, 4pm Eastern, 1pm Pacific over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash high and homegrown. Go there, subscribe, come and join us for a live stream. It's going to be awesome. But again, 
thank you very much for listening and we'll see you on saturday or sunday but if not the cannabis news will be out on monday as usual we'll see you then everybody have a good weekend stay high stay safe and we'll see you on the next one goodbye